think a lot of other people have to realize that too. Like it, it's in them. What they, what they need is in them. They don't need me. They don't need Derek to help them, you know, get through whatever they're going through. They've got it. If you really want to maximize my time or the time of an advisor mentor that you reach out to, like you as the person reaching out needs to be like really good about, you know, give me, give me something I can, I can help you with. Like an, I can optimize a problem I can focus on when it's so open-ended and I don't know what we're meeting about if there's no agenda, like I have to stay away from those things. Everybody, it's Robert Brown here from robertcbrown.online. I hope you're having a great day wherever wherever you are. Let's try that again in the world today. Um, hope life's treating you well. I've got a really, really special guest with me today. This chap called Nathan Contney, who uh, I've been aware of for some while now. Used to be CEO of uh, High Rise CRM, which I used for a while. And uh, I got to know Nathan and his team quite well. Terrific guy. A lot of integrity. That's why he's on the show and a great story to tell. And as you know, by now, the Coffee with Robert sessions are all about inspirational stories. The fact that as entrepreneurs, we come up against barriers, against challenges. And sometimes when you want to quit, that's just when you've got to push on. But it's difficult. We all know that. We've all been there and we'll all be there again, by the way, um, because it's, uh, it's cyclical, that type of stuff. It's the tide comes in, it goes out, comes back in again. You've just got to never lose doubt in that. But Nathan's got a great story to um, to tell. And I don't want to ramble on too much because I wanted to tell you a little bit about perhaps, if you would, Nate, your your background, um, you know, how you came to uh, to where you are now and what your plans are for pushing on in the future. For sure. Um, hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, yes, yeah. it's, it's an absolute pleasure. All the eyeballs are on you. No pressure at all now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So my background, I mean, we could go way back. I mean, I, um, you know, I, I, uh, I got, I got attracted to things like entrepreneurship back in, like in college. I, I did this, um, I did an internship in college, um, doing at a, working at a uranium processing plant. I was a chemical engineer, uh, and, and I worked, you know, in, in some dangerous like chemistry situations. So I worked at this chemical plant. And it just, it wasn't the life for me. And a couple weird, interesting, very coincidental things happened there. Like one, my boss there, like the plant manager was like super entrepreneurial and like just kind of watching him and all the side projects. I mean, he was like the epitome of the side hustle. Like here he was managing a plant, like super successful career in chemical engineering. But like, he was also like, doing this cool thing on the side where he was like testing air quality for people. Mm -hmm. he, you know, he had his, um, he had so many other things going on. He was developing a business plan for a restaurant he wanted to open. It was just uh -huh. inspiring watching this person like, <laughs> just want to create so many things. And so I caught the bug a little bit from him. My father's always been very entrepreneurial too, like running, you know, uh, we, we used to run a golf course pro shop as a family. It was a uh -huh. family business. Um, and then, you know, so when I got out of college, it, you know, chemical engineering just didn't seem like the right environment for me. Uh, I, I realized I really enjoyed computers. The web was taking off then, you know, like mm. somebody also introduced me to like GeoCities that summer. So I got to create my first website. I was hooked. So yeah. ever since then, I've just kind of gone on this path to creating software companies. Mm. Um, you know, so that 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 was the start, you know, I've done Y Combinator a couple times, led high rise for a while there. And, and here we are now. I mean, I could go into all of this more, yeah. um, but that's, that's the quick way, way back start. 
Can I ask you a question? It's, yeah, it's please. Listening to the background and where you came from, it seems that you really, you really got hit, hooked into that guy that was so entrepreneurial. He's going at everything. And I, I've got to be honest, I see that as a kind of, I'm very much the same. I have a lot of zest for life. I can tell you do too. The hardest thing in the world for us guys sometimes is to say no. And, and you know what? When you're really on a high, you feel like you can conquer the world. And then, though, you get to that place where maybe you're, tr you're trying to spin too many plates at once. Uh, and we go into kind of like an overwhelmed situation. Do you, do you ever feel like you have to have that little battle with yourself where you have to say, do you know what, Nate? No, don't do it. Don't do it because it's going to suffer here. Or do you find that you still take it all in and go for um, it? I go through phases. I mean, you're right. Like there's, there's some, some times when a lot of stuff is coming my way, yeah. um, you know, and, and a lot of blessings and opportunities. I mean, there's been some really interesting job offers that have come my way that have just been interesting from a lot of different angles, like that have gone into like different directions of my career. And I've had to, I've had to say no, because it's like, I need to focus on really what I want to attack, not yeah. get distracted. Um, but I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just years and years and years of practice, you know, it, but no, I've, I've been pretty good about focus. Like I'm, mm. I'm pretty good about throwing away a lot of stuff and mm. for the detriment of some other things, like I'm really bad at answering email, right? Like if I look on my, my inbox right now, my new email indicator says I have 7,568 messages that are unread yeah. and they probably won't get read. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll eventually select all, mark them all red and they won't. Yeah. And so that sucks. I'm not a really great email communicator friends of mine. I mean, I apologize to all the folks out there who've tried to reach out to me and I'm, I, I'm bad at it, but I, I have to, right? Like I, I stay yeah, single-mindedly focused on getting the project I want done, whether it's a, a web app or a, a iPhone app, or right now I'm trying to help my daughter create an iPhone lip gloss case. And wow. so like, I'm very single-minded about this. Like I just, yeah. I, everything is, is, is going to get pushed away. I want to work on some other projects, but while I'm, I, I really want to get this iPhone case out the door. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I, I guess that would be something that you you would say to other people to try and hone down on something and focus, at least in the early days. For sure. And it doesn't yeah. feel good. I mean, you know, you have to it is a sacrifice, mm -hmm. like not taking it all in. You're going to hurt some feelings and you're, mm -hmm. there's going to be some friction. You know, there's been some you can find nice ways to say no. Right. I mean, I, I, I think Gary Vaynerchuk might have a very good way of doing this, you know, like. Either, it was either he or there's there's some really great examples of saying no where you know you yeah. try to be empathetic you try to admit like look i would love to spend time with you but if i said yes then i would get nothing done and i i wouldn't yeah. be able to kind of keep moving along in my career um but still there's situations where i end up saying no and i feel bad i feel bad yeah. that someone wanted something from me um or or uh, some kind of connection needed to be made or some help yeah. i could even provide and i just don't have the time and yeah. and that does suck so, but I think you have to embrace that because like then those moments that free up for you to focus, like get that much more of you. Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to like double down and triple down on those things and, and see them through to success. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, t tell me if this rings any bells with you as well, because I've had this in, in, in my own life quite a few times where, where you'll get a lot of opportunities thrown at you. And uh, and sometimes it's it's not always from people that are, that have, have got coming from the highest place of integrity, if you want. Um, because what happens is they see somebody who's got a lot of energy, a lot of abilities in certain areas, and they see an opportunity for themselves to take a ride off the back of somebody without actually having to do too much themselves. 
And that's that's also a, a, an issue to be aware of, isn't it? Because as I say, I've had it myself and it's tough to say no, but it's, there's an element of self-preservation in there because if you don't look after yourself, you won't be around to take care of anybody. Like <laughs> Don't For you sure. Agree? Yeah. For sure. You've had the same issues, huh? Yeah. I mean, and then that's something like I, I'm also really conscious conscious of. Um, uh-huh. Every now and then, I'll get a, a request to kind of hang out, meet, and I love meeting new people. I mean, I, I'm a I'm pretty you know flexible and, and want to meet a lot of new people, yeah. but there'll be people who want help for say a new business, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll contact me. And, but they contact me in a way that has like zero questions to answer. Like, like if you really want to maximize my time or the time of an advisor mentor that you reach out to, like you as the person reaching out needs to be like really good about, you know, give me, give me something I can, I can help you with. Like, and I can optimize a problem I can focus on when it's so open-ended and I don't know what we're meeting about. If there's no agenda, like I have to stay away from those things. Like if we meet for coffee and you don't tell me like, what I'm going to try to help you with, then yeah. it, we're going to be sitting there staring at each other, making small talk. And like, that's not going to really move either of our careers and, and I'm not going to be able to help you. So exactly. I, I try to stay away from that. I try to also go back to people and encourage them like specifically, what can I help you with? Maybe I can mm-hmm. just answer it over email mm-hmm. uh, versus having them, you know, spend an hour meeting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, that's something I also try to do. Not just say no, but maybe I can move this person in a way that I can like can give them some help. But maybe in a faster way, you know, instead of face-to-face convo, I could give them some advice over email or turn yeah, it into yeah. a blog post. So maybe it's a win for both of us. I can give them some advice and give a lot of people advice on Medium or something. Yeah. Oh no, no, like I, I get you. I resonate with that as well. That the clarity thing. It's amazing how many people I've kind of been in contact with over the years. Where, and they, they can sometimes, they could have been in business a long time and they're still so totally vague about what it is they do and what they're actually, their ultimate aim is, what they're, they're shooting for. for and, sure. um, and so similarly, when we're in a situation where maybe they're coming to talk to you or come to me and you say, you know, precisely what do you need me to help you with? What can I do for you? What, what, what would be the desired outcome from our time together? So they can't tell you. For sure. Well, and so, I'm... What, yeah. Where do you and start? I'm guilty of this too. <laughs> like just, just to be uh, clear, like I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, I've, 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 I've completely messed this up myself. Like yeah. I remember um, I was running draft. I had just started draft the writing software mm-hmm. and it was, it was picking off kind of taking off kind of And I, I'm a real big fan of Derek Sivers. Uh, yeah. You know, the writer, he's got a really great blog. I mean, the guy's an amazing person. Um, he, how did this come about? He, I emailed him, or I, I don't think he emailed me. We've had a couple emails back and forth over the years. I think I emailed him, and I was like, you know, I, I love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's possible he like had tweeted about draft or something that he he was digging it. And so I reached out to him over email, and I was like, hey, you know, I saw you you mentioned draft. You know, I could. Would you be up for being a mentor advisor? And and he came back kind of with the advice that I just said. He was like, you know what, I don't have time to be a mentor like that. Like I've done that. Like I, I really don't have time to kind of just be that that vague individual. But yeah. if you have specific questions and come back to me, I will do my best to help you out and answer them. Mm-hmm. And I never emailed him back. 
I mean, so this is, I'm guilty of this. Like, I was guilty of being vague and not, like, optimizing his time. And it's funny, I wrote about that. And just maybe a few months ago, I wrote about this. And Derek emailed me about it. Um, uh-huh. and he's like, I remember that email. And, and it was a really good, um, it was a really good kind of conversation I had with him. But I think a lot yeah. of people, you know, get into that situation and then they also realize like, I didn't need Derek's help at the time. Like, that's also what dawned on me. Like, I'm only reaching out to Derek because like, I, I, I realized the success he's had and I want to get closer to that, but really yeah. like, I've got what it takes here. Like, yeah. I don't need him solving these problems or these vague problems. Like I'm doing it. I'm okay. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of other people have to realize that too. Like it's it's in them. What they, what yeah. they need is in them. They don't need me. They don't need Derek to help them, you know, get through whatever they're going through. Yeah. They've got it. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> this is this is incredible. I love what you're saying because it, it's it's almost um, these are the things that I was going to I was going to try and ask a few questions to lead us down this path, and. Um, I'm, you know, it's beginning to feel like we've rehearsed this and we haven't <laughs> because it's it's kind of one of the major things I'm all about and the stuff I'm doing when I'm talking to people is is that there's greatness in all of us. There is greatness in all of us. It's, it's just that we don't realise it. We fail to buy into ourselves. Most of us don't even like ourselves, let alone love ourselves. There's an awful lot of work to be done. Yeah. But that self-image, that that kind of removing that, that false ceiling of expectation and realizing that you really can shoot for the stars if you believe it you can you can achieve you really can and i know there's an awful lot of kind of you know old cliches doing the rounds that have been doing the rounds for for years but they stick around because they're true and and it's sure. like, and you just you know illustrate that point you know really eloquently that it, it is it all starts here nothing external really affects you at all it's actually your communication with yourself about what's happening that determines sure. how you how you feel, your subsequent actions, and the results that show up for you. Yep. And I, I think uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I totally agree. And I, and I think a lot of people what they where where they're held back mm-hmm. in that situation is like they're trying to mimic something that they see out there that how other people are doing it, right? Like they see other people have mentors and advisors. I mean, I read the Wall Street Journal and I think it's like every Friday or Saturday, there's a little piece in there about some some famous CEO and their like group of advisors and they Mm. list like all these other famous CEOs. And so I I think we see that and we're like, oh my gosh, you know what? I need an advisory board and it has to have like the top CEOs because I need to be like them because I read it in the Wall Street Journal. And I think that's what hurts a lot of us is like we just keep trying to mimic these things we see. Um, Like I I remember as a kid, I I was with a a friend of mine, kind of a new friend of mine. And this this kid was like a really great singer. Mm -hmm. Um, Like his voice was like an angel, like he was in choir. I I hope I've lost touch with him like a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. I I totally thought he he had a career in music probably, but he gave me some interesting advice. I remember we were in the car and we were like 16 and I was like singing to a song on the radio. And I was just kind of trying to mimic the voice that I heard Mm -hmm. on the radio. And it wasn't good. I didn't think I was a good singer, but like I, I would say like, no, I sucked at singing, but I still mm. like doing it. This sure. guy, Patrick, who who I was my friend, he's like, Nate, he's like, 
you're trying to sing like what you hear on the radio, but like you're clearly your voice doesn't reach that level. Like I don't know what his words were like. You know, it's it's not you're, you're mm-hmm. you don't have like this high octave. Like you're not don't try to do that. Like mm-hmm. sing it in like your natural tone, like how how it feels like you would just do it naturally without trying to mimic the other person. And yeah. I did. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, I can sing like. I can do it in a way oh, sure, yeah. that might not be the way that I see that person doing it, mm. but it's the way that is comfortable for me, the way I like it. Mm. It sounds much better. So it's like, yeah. it was just this whole realization that's just like, there's a way that we all can sing. There's a way that we all can do a lot of these things. It might not mm. be the way Gary Vaynerchuk is doing it. It might not be the way, you know, someone in the Wall Street Journal is doing yeah. it, but there's a way that you can pull it off with yeah. like whatever gifts and things that you have and what you like to do, so. Definitely. Authenticity. Definitely. No, I agree with you totally. It's it's um, it really is. It's it's I mean, yeah, I would say everybody has to find their voice and and, and fall in love with the fact uh, that it's their voice and that their voice is unique. We all have a unique voice and you're dead right. If you're trying to be another Gary V, you're going to you're going to pale. There's only one Gary V. Uh, there's only yeah. one Nate Conley. There's only one, one Robert C. Brown. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty common name, but there's only one of me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it, sure. it is so it is, it is so true. And going back to what you were alluding to earlier about comparison, that's one of the single biggest problems where, where people have low self-esteem is the fact that they're not comparing themselves with themselves and their improvement. They're comparing themselves with other people. Yep. And they always, pretty much, you always compare yourself with people that you perceive to be better than you are. I so that the comparison's yeah. not favorable and the self-esteem is starting to pick dust up off the floor. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. you know, and, and it, it is so, it, it's it's really cool that we've gone down this line without me even really asking you questions. You just kind of yeah. naturally gone It's just there, we're having is, coffee. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Actually, I've got to be honest, I'm I'm not. I'm oh, a Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Yeah. And they're not paying me either. They're getting some free ads there. Look. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but um, no, it's really, really interesting. And and it look, I know the the whole, I mean, I, I came to know you through High Rise um, initially, really. And um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I said when we had an initial discussion about maybe doing this, this kind of call together, um, that in actual fact, the reason I, I actually stuck there in the end was you guys. Um, yourself and your team and the fact that that it almost had a family feeling it almost felt like people genuinely had a human a real human connection with you and we cared about what was happening and uh, when you guys went I I left because that 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 stopped happening and that's not having to go at the the guys who are running it now but it it, it, it totally changed and I was really really shocked because I happen to think personally that you guys were doing a fantastic job and um and I, I really, as much as anything else, um, I know for everybody who's watching this, they'll be interested to know what happened, how you've come back from it, how you took it. Um, but me as well on a personal level, because um, I observed it firsthand as I was a customer at the time. Um, I'm kind of clueless as to what, what that, you know, why that happened. And I, I would love to know how you've handled it, how you've processed it and moved yourself forward to, to where you're going now. Yeah. Yeah, it is a confusing thing. Um, I haven't fully processed it or understand it or agree with it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, in the end, High Rise was a really difficult project, right? I took it mm -hmm. on, and it was before I even showed up. It was already a project that needed a really strong turnaround. Mm -hmm. um, High Rise's growth peaked, I think, in like 2013. Um, and then it, it had just started bleeding a little bit in 2013 and it got really bad when 37 signals decided to rename themselves base camp and just focus on base camp. Mm -hmm. I mean, obvious reasons, like they wanted to double, triple down on base camp and high rise was just kind of this, um, you know, I don't have a really good delicate word for it. I mean, it was just like this forgotten project. I mean, it was not yeah. forgotten. Like a lot of people used it. It was important, obviously in a lot of people's lives, but the folks at Basecamp didn't work on it. I mean, they had customer support, they kept it running, but I, you know, there wasn't a new feature since like something like 2011, right? Mm -hmm. And and the project largely didn't make, have any changes since like its launch in 2007. It was mm -hmm. almost the same product that whole time. There's a kind of a nice little redesign back in 2011 and that was about it. Mm -hmm. um, so we were dealing with a very weird environment where, you know, so when Basecamp announced that they wanted to just be Basecamp, customers like you, you know, like they heard that and they were like, we're out of here that, you mm. know, like the announcement when that happened was very confusing too. the announcement was something to the effect of, we don't know what we're going to do with high rise. Uh, we might try to sell it. I mean, that's like a big signal that like, mm, it might get shut down, right? Yeah. If you sell it, the seller might shut it down. If you keep it, you might also shut it down. Either way, you're not adding new features. We're probably just going to leave then and find a product mm. that's got like you know, the focus and the core of, of exactly. the company behind it. And that's exactly what happened. Like a ton of people started leaving. I mean, it, it just became, it went from like not growing to like mm -hmm. sinking really fast. Um, this is all before I even was here. This was all like, no one was even trying to do anything about this. I mean, it was kind yeah. of, it just, but it's fine. That was their decision. Um, it was good for Basecamp's business because like mm -hmm. they, that's what it, where they wanted to focus on. So that's just how the chips fell. Um, so when I came in, I don't know, high rise, it's just its revenue had already lost something like 12% of its recurring revenue. Wow. So it had already gone from like not growing to like losing 12%. Mm -hmm. And so like, how do you turn that around? That's, that's a really hard situation. And, but it attracted me. Like I wanted to see if I could turn that around. Right. Like that would be a really great story to tell. Like yeah. we figured it out. So I knew going in, this wasn't going to be easy. Um, and it wasn't. I mean, you know, the CRM market what it was is very different than it was when Highrise launched in 2007. You know, there's a lot of sophisticated CRMs. There's a lot of very vertical focused CRMs that have picked really good niches. Um, there is really other good simple CRMs. I I still think Highrise still remains like the simplest one in the market. Um, I really think there is a market for it. It might. The thing is, it might not be as big as it was in 2013. I don't know. Um, maybe it, it, maybe it is, but it's, it's hard to figure out. Cause like, there's a lot of different players involved now in the marketplace. Sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of like HubSpot's got a free CRM. That's really yeah. difficult to compete with free. Yeah. Um, I still think our product was, which was much better than the free HubSpot CRM, but, yeah. um, you know, what do you do? So we did our best. I mean, you know, we spent three years refreshing the product I you know like you mentioned like I think I think we did a good job like I from customers yeah. I think people were really happy with like the new stuff we added the yeah. bulk email our email integrations 
um, bringing just a new freshness to the product. It looked like something that was not had not been abandoned like yeah, seven yeah, years sure. ago. Um, but to tell you the truth, like so we were able to chip away at the at the like kind of the the negative momentum we had. I think every year it was like less and less customer. Mm -hmm uh leaving us like but we weren't able to really get a really consistent growth back there were fluctuations we had some periods of growth but then we would fool around with like our business model trying to get more people under the product and it would take a dent and mm. we just we didn't we after three years like we didn't we didn't have have the equation to kind of get it back off mm. but like i thought we could have done it like it mm. still would have taken time i don't know but Basecamp wanted to focus on base camp we we're a distraction um that's it yeah. <laughs> that's the end of the story yeah. you know like yeah. so you know business decisions have to be business decisions and like you, everyone can tell from base camp's culture they're yeah. focused on base camp and like i can't fault them for that it clearly is successful for them mm. um but it doesn't help the other products that that are or are not in the portfolio they don't want it in the portfolio so to yeah. be honest we tried to sell it uh we spent a good six months trying to sell it um, I spent, yeah, it, that's also kind of a confusing story that I, mm. we had, we had some offers. They weren't quite, um, you know, but again, like someone in an acquire bringing in this business has to spend a lot of money and we didn't spend much money. Like, you know, we, we spent like a, uh, what, like maybe a 20% of our less than 20% of our revenue on overhead and salaries and stuff. So like 80% mm. of our revenue in the millions of dollars was like pure profit. I think we probably needed to spend more, but that's that's also mm -hmm. not. So, and I think any acquirers realized that too. So it was a very kind of a risky acquisition. Like, can we yeah. take your product, spend a lot of money and kickstart its growth? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Um, so that's it, That that's that's how that ended up. Um, you know, Basecamp was, was, I think just didn't wanna be distracted anymore by this and wanted to focus on what they do. Um, and so we, the whole team had to part ways and uh, yeah, so it's fine. You know, it's not great. Nobody really wanted that outcome. I didn't really think that would be the outcome. Um, like you said, I mean, we treated it like a family. Like I, my plan was that high rise was going to be it for my career in life. Like I, mm. I wanted to keep seeing new things out of it. Um, and so, yeah, like then at the end there, it was a scramble. Like we, uh, um, you know, but I think everybody's now got new jobs and everybody's kind of happy where they've landed. Um, I'm, I'm working part-time right now at an interesting company. I mean, it, it's good. It's just software consulting. Mm -hmm. I've been doing marketing and, and, and CTO stuff for them. They do some yeah. really good work and some good projects, but you know, it's services. I, I still think my, my life is in, in a product company. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I still, I still work two days a week myself on, on side projects, um, and, and kind of seeing if, if there's something that, that I'm going to spin out here, but I, you know, kind of explore, I'm, I'm open for kind of where my life takes me into kind of yeah. the next product company. No, that, that's cool. It's funny. I was, I was, I was going to say, I'm really interested in, in kind of the human side of things and, and how, how you, how you manage to pick yourself up and keep going again. Cause I noticed at the time you see that you you poured your heart and soul into that. You were on your YouTube channel every day. Uh, every you know you just opened your doors to the world and did everything you could do to build that brand. And I can tell by how animated you're getting when you're talking now that you know that that meant a heck of a lot to you at the time. 
Yeah. And so it's I don't want to keep you on here all day, by the way, because I realize we're running on a little bit and I want to be oh. respectful of your time. But I've got time if you do. It's, we can keep oh, talking. Cool. It's fine. OK. Uh, yeah. I'm just interested how you how you kind of you came to terms in your own mind with that. And indeed, what your what your kind of sense of the future is for you, where you feel you're heading. Are you is everything still going to be in the technology channel or, or you know, what do you see in the future? So, so yeah, so the, the two points there, um, it is tough coming out of a project that you don't, you did not like the outcome of, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, I mean, but I've been there before too, right? I, you know, not everything has gone super well in my career as an entrepreneur, um, you know, like, you know, Inkling, our first business out of Y Combinator, that did fine. It never had any kind of rocket tra- trajectory, but it, it still is around today and, and it's in incarnation now. My partner acquired it and, and has turned it into a decent little business for you know himself and other employees and they make decent salaries and stuff. It's great. I'm, I'm really proud of that. The next thing that we did was in 2011, also with Y Combinator, it, did, it was a flop. Mm. Um, I still think there was promise in what we were doing. We were getting into advert gaming, but our hearts weren't into it mm-hmm. and we couldn't see through some of the challenges. Like we had some challenges kind of getting investors interested in it. The sales cycles were long. So it was kind of difficult to kind of think about bootstrapping it. But to be honest, like we probably could have bootstrapped it, but none of us had any interest in advert gaming to like see it through. So mm-hmm. we gave up on that. My partner went to do more inkling stuff. I was kind of flailing around trying to figure it out. So that period of my life wasn't great, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that was like, shoot. We just spent all this time and, and energy and money on advert gaming and a project we thought had hope and it didn't. And I, mm-hmm. I felt terrible then, but I saw it through. I mean, it took months, but eventually I turned it around into a draft became mm-hmm. and draft was an awesome project still around today. Lots of people still use it. I still use it all day long. So I know that I can bounce back. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that starting me these new projects and new businesses doesn't always work out. Things don't mm-hmm. always keep going up like you want them to. So I have history of this. So I, I feel like I can be a little bit more resilient. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so high rise didn't didn't it didn't it didn't produce what I wanted at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, to be honest, it still doesn't feel good. Like I don't go around being like, oh, who cares? No, mm. it, it stinks. It really does stink. It's been a really rough year for mm. that, you know, and then like on top of that, I mean, you saw in the vlog, like my mom had breast cancer for the second yeah. time. My father was in the intensive care unit. He almost died from some pulmonary embolisms. Like it, this year really sucked. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Like, I, I can't hide it. I put everything out on that vlog so people can know, like, and I do it because, like, I want people to know, like, you know what? I, I love being positive and I'm really mm-hmm. energized and optimistic about things. But honestly, like, life kicks me around, too. Cool. Uh, so I got I got to figure out how to get through this stuff, too. So things are good now, though. Like, but I, I also, you know, I make sure I try to sleep well. I eat well. Mm-hmm. Um, just even now, like I went on this like crazy diet where like now I'm avoiding dairy and gluten, um, and, and alcohol and sugar. And it like has made my body feel so much better. So like, yeah. I'm tr- I try to be aware of like my body and health. I work out constantly. I try to get a good night's sleep when mm-hmm. my body lets me get a good night's sleep. I've had like a bout of insomnia lately and I don't know why. Um, but so, and, and I started seeing a therapist. Just mm-hmm. someone, my wife and I, you know, like it was a stressful situation. We mm-hmm. also with all this family stuff. So it's just like, I'm going to talk to somebody about this. Why not? Why not talk to a professional person about this? Exactly. And it's been good, you know, just hanging out with somebody once a week, just chatting about it. Mm. Um, 
So I bring this up just, I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of people watching this and I know a lot of people who go through these failures mm -hmm. and they feel terrible. They don't want to do it again. Uh, they don't know who to turn to. Yeah. I don't know. Like we see a therapist and you know, it's covered in our insurance, yeah. I think. And it's fine. Um, I mean, and that's not, everybody's going to have that blessing and can do that, yeah. but we did. And I think probably a lot of other people should investigate stuff like that. Um, it's important to take care of the, the psychology and the mental health because it, it's draining. Um, Nate, I so, love your honesty. Yeah. I love your honesty, mate. I really do because um, it, it's, it, it is so refreshing. And and most of the people that will be watching this will be coming up against stuff like this all the time. And you and you're right. When you when, when you go on the internet these days and you see all these th these faces on the YouTube adverts, and you would think that you're the only problem uh, person in the world that ever has a challenge or a problem. I know. I know. And um, um, you know, I, I'm I'm really grateful to you for being as honest and as human about things. You know, it, it doesn't matter who you are, what level you are in life. Um, we all have these real life challenges that crop up. I'm having the same myself with um, with with my mom. I, I kind of found out that actually just 48 hours ago that she's uh, she's got cancer and it's it's uh, it's pretty bad. So, I'm yeah. Sorry. And yeah, no, thank yeah. you. Thank you. But these, uh, you know, it, it's all of us. And so, um, yeah. So thank you for that. It's it is true. And uh you know, hopefully anybody who's watching this, um, you know, watching this when it goes out, um, it doesn't matter. I mean, Nate's touched on a lot of really great stuff, but I, I think a lot of the stuff that I've got from this conversation today is is that you do have to have belief in yourself. You do have to realize that you've got a unique voice that has an equal value to anybody else's voice in this world. And you've just got to go out there and step into your greatness and create whatever you want to live, you know, just it's an old cliche, but be the change that you want to see show up in your world. And uh, Nate's a great example of somebody who's, I would call you a master of reinvention. I think I've been the same throughout my life. Life will throw you a curveball once in a while, but you find a way like a chameleon, you adapt to survive and then you go on to thrive eventually. And, uh, and that's a real skill set because not many people can do that. And I, I think what actually gets you through that is the fact that on a deep level, you know you can do it. And, and uh, for a lot of people watching this, maybe they haven't got there yet. Um, so it's good to work on that, that belief, you know, so that you can, I, I just think that if you believe in yourself, other people come to believe in you and you become an unstoppable force in the world. Um, and that's the place to start. What I would really love to do, mate, before I, I say goodbye is, um, but thank you again for your time because I, I really have enjoyed this, and I'd love thank to think you. that we could we could maybe check in in six months or twelve months and let's and do just, it. Yeah, just find out where you are and, and, and have a good old chit chat again. Um, but I would love if there's any place that you can direct the people that watch this video to go and hook up with you, stay in contact, and just watch your progress, um, so that they find out as and when you come up with new stuff. Um, is there anywhere they can go for that? Best place is probably YouTube. You know, okay. I'm still putting out daily videos there. So just look up Nathan Cotney on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and yeah, you'll you'll uh, you'll see all the progress, whether it's just us having fun as a yeah. family or it's trying to create these new products. Like I mentioned, like I'm trying to help my daughter now. She came up with it. She's four and she came up with this idea for an iPhone case <laughs> that'll have lip gloss in it. So like you'll watch You can watch that whole adventure there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. No, brilliant. So get along there. Anybody who's watching this video, get along there and stay connected with Nate. And uh, thank you. 
it'll be a fun and exciting ride. I can I can uh, vouch for that myself because I've been on the, <laughs> on the YouTube channel for a while. Uh, so that that'll be great. And before I check out as well, I want to remind people uh, that if you've got any of these challenges where you feel that maybe you're sabotaging your own attempts to try and be successful in business and to create a, a, a life that you're literally enjoying every day of and loving to live, um, then get along to my webinar. I've got a free webinar training runs for around about an hour. You can see it over at robertcbrown.online forward slash webinar. That's robertcbrown.online forward slash webinar. I'm going to give you the six reasons why you're probably um, throwing a spanner in your own cog at the moment and uh, six ways to get over that and to move you, you, yourself forward in life and, and in business. It is possible. Get yourself along there. It'll take an hour of your time. I guarantee that you'll never look at your life the same way again. And who knows, who knows, you just might start reaching some of those goals that you've had for a very long time that have just been sitting there. So get yourself along to that webinar. Nate, it's been an absolute pleasure, my friend. Thanks, Thanks so much for taking the time uh, to meet with me and to, to create this video. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for hanging out. That's great. It's great. And we will do it again. I'll stay in contact and we'll do it again. Cool. All right, man. Have a great weekend. All right, my friend. Have a great one and have a really good Christmas. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye.